doing? Okay, we're still recording. We're recording? Yeah. You, where's my headphones? I don't know. There's a... They're there. You said you were ready. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom, I can't hear myself at all. I'm going to try to actually talk into the mic this week. Get a lot of this. Get a lot of this. It's just muffled sound. Like, you say that, but you have that fancy little mic stand, and I have this uh, shit one. Do you want to trade spots? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm comfortable. Double time. Oh, his name is Avatar Aang, and he's on a quest to get the Fire Nation. He's gonna get the Fire Lord. I only did half a verse. Well, I used all my okay. breath. Um, you can find me at... <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything we want to talk about before we like actually start the podcast? Yeah, I think we can work with what we got. It's fine. Okay, cool. We always can. Welcome to my podcabbages, your favorite number one Avatar The Last Airbender podcast. We're here again at last. A proper good episode. No robots this time, I promise. There was no robots last time. I actually just put a fan in front of Summer's face. and then... <laughs> It was really fun. Yeah. Out of pure giddiness, her voice skipped in like kind of rhythm. This week, I'm getting over a bit of a cold. So if I sound an octave lower that's um that's what that's all about and if i sound like an octave lower that's just my normal voice your normal voice is an octave lower than your normal voice it's just an octave lower i'm summer i'm noah let's get right into it okay here's my first fact and it's just a quote directly from the wiki so do with it what you will an e-card from early in the show's production states that the cabbage merchant was only selling cabbages temporarily and that the real action was in cantaloupes. My, Welcome to yeah, my, my pod cantaloupes. My pod cantaloupes. <laughs> I don't really know what this means, but there it is. You listen to podcasts, cans. <laughs> We're from Boston now. I have a very important fact. Okay. Um, the episode that we're going to be getting into today is one of two, one of two episodes, Noah, one of two. In the whole series? Episodes. Okay. Where Zuko laughs. <laughs> I don't remember him laughing. <laughs> we'll get to it. Okay. Let's get to it. So we open with the gang. They're flying on Appa and Aang looks very nervous. Sokka 
is sort of getting secondhand anxiety and he just kind of tells him to chill out. Aang's nervous about the instructions that he was given by Roku in the last episode. Roku, I have warned the Avatar. Me, you fucked up a perfectly good Avatar is what you did. Look at it, it's got anxiety. (laughs) He is supposed to master all of the elements by the end of the summer. Again, they did just enter winter and they do have a little bit of time to go until the end of the summer, but he hasn't even started waterbending yet, so he's really nervous about that. Katara offers to teach him some of the stuff that she knows already, so they find like this little oasis with a waterfall and a nice little pool. Aang strips to go swimming, and Katara's like, whoa, cowboy. Aang assigns Sokka to clean Appa while they splash around in the water. Zuko's practicing on his ship, and the ship banks sharply. Zuko sees that the ship is changing course, and he runs in to confront one of his guys. I think it's like the captain, I guess. Or the driver? The, I think it's called a captain. Okay, but I feel like captain implies that they're in charge of the ship. I guess. I think, okay, sure, whatever. And the captain says, oh, I just wanted like a fun dynamic fighting stage for you two. <laughs> I'm just throwing like, you guys around for Like fun. you're fighting each other and the environment, just a little, little touch to make things more interesting. Zuko is confronting this guy about why they're changing course and Iroh kind of interrupts him and implies that he ordered the course change. He says it's a matter of utmost importance. And we see Iroh and he's gaming. Yeah, he's sitting on the floor of this like cockpit bridge area and he's playing some tabletop game. We see him gaming for the first time <laughs> in the show. Uh, as of yet, we have not seen this game. Maybe it's a bridge. They're on the bridge. On the bridge of the ship. It's not bridge. It's uh, it's Pi Show. Um, oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about where they were on the ship. Oh, well, that too. That's Yes, that's the okay. joke. Congratulations. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have a very... I can only hold two things in my mind at the same time. That's completely valid. Oh, Zuko also automatically assumes that there's a mutiny happening because the ship turns. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what's the purpose of this mutiny? (laughs) Instead of like, oh, there was an ice... Well, there's Mm -hmm. not going to be an iceberg, but like, who knows? A whale. Earthberg. Earthberg. Yeah, sure. A dirtberg. That's a a rock. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Watch out for these (laughs) dirtbergs. Isn't that a Homestuck character? Water. <laughs> Dirt burn. <laughs> um, Paisho is something that turns out to be like pretty, I mean, if not central, then very important to the plot. So this is the first time we've seen it sort of in the yeah, show so I'm far. I'm going to take out my sweater. Oh my God. Do you have to do that right in the middle of my sentence? Yeah. This is discussed a bit later, but I wanted to just give a little background for this game. So it was, uh, this game is said to have actually been invented by the spirits, which is pretty neat. Oh. Yeah. It's very old, of course, um, dating back to the era of Rava. So really old. Who's Rava? We don't know yet. Unless you're a fan of the show, then you know. You know. The rules of the game uh, vary from culture to culture, as most good games do. And then, of course, there is some more significance to the game going forward, especially for Iroh's storyline, which I'm very excited to get into. But not yet. Uh, Zuko tells him that the detour had better be, like, Avatar-related business. Um, It's not. (laughs) He's just lost his lotus tile. He's lost his... (laughs) 
the most important piece of his game. Yeah, his blue eyes, white dragon. His 13.6 centimeter tall detective Pikachu amoeba. What? <laughs> Iroh lost his 13.6 centimeter tall detective Pikachu amiibo. What? Most, most people think most people think of the 13.6 centimeter detective Pikachu amiibo most insignificant, but it's essential for the unusual strategy that Iroh <laughs> employs. What the fuck are you talking about? But Zuko, like most people, underestimates its value and Iroh hopes that the merchants at the pier will have the 13.6-centimeter oh Detective Pikachu amiibo I in hope stock you're not gonna so he can like, get on with his game. You're not going to continue this bit for the rest of the episode. No, because, it's canceled. Okay. okay. Sokka's flossing Appa's toes while Katara shows Aang how to push and pull the water. Just kind of basic water bending, And Aang figures it out like immediately. Mm-hmm. He's again being very forward that he's the Ariana Grande in the Christmas Carol group. <laughs> true katara says it took her like two months to learn the move she looks mm, like a little irritated uh ang reassures her and tells her that she had to learn it on her own but ang's like lucky enough to have a great teacher which makes her smile a little bit Uh, and then she's like this is a more difficult move and they're sort of like or she's showing him a move where it's like sort of streaming the water into a little ferret kind of shape around her and Aang masters this one immediately too and he's like adding his own little flair to it and Katara looks super irritated again so she moves on to another one she's been working on to make uh she's she hasn't mastered this one yet or she hasn't even really figured it out quite yet but it's this move that's supposed to make like this big wave Katara can't do it yet but she shows him the like the moves for it and of course, Aang also masters this one immediately. <laughs> it's like this, there's like angelic music and he buries Sokka and Appa in this little tsunami, washes their shit down the river. <laughs> Katara looks absolutely pissed. Yeah. Aang is like, oh, we were just practicing. And Sokka said, you just practiced our supplies <laughs> down the river, which sounds, it sounds like it should be like some sort of folksy saying, but it, I don't know what it could apply to. You practice our supplies down the river. This isn't something that comes up again, which is weird. <laughs> we oh, that's true. We don't, don't see them have... like go retrieve it or like, I don't know. It's just gone forever. I guess. And now they have nothing. So Katara's done practicing for the day. She looks very angry about this. But later we see them wandering into town because they need more food or whatever. And um, Aang seems to have completely abandoned the idea of disguising himself at this point. Yeah. <laughs> He's just striding in like big smiles. Mm-hmm. And they are apparently running pretty low on money. But for some reason, they've entrusted Aang with yeah. the money. And he's spent like a third of what they have left on this little bison-shaped whistle. He, he bought a slide whistle. Well, no, he didn't. Okay. okay. <laughs> We need to get Matt on the show just for this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, it's too late. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Whoops. We can we still have time. It's only 3 a.m. at the in the East Coast. But like enormous hat to this. It's just so enticing that he just had to buy it. It's very it's like extremely his brand. Mm-hmm. Can't he can't just let it go. But the whistle doesn't make any sound and it seems like not to work at all. Mm-hmm. So oops. Katara says that she'll hold the money from now on. That's reasonable. Um, there's some fella loudly advertising things as the gang walks by. Yeah. 
they're just kind of walking by, and this guy's like, things? Items? Are you things? looking for things oh, to buy? There was a guy earlier who's just like, who's brave enough to look into this bag? <laughs> Which is me every time, every time I check my bank account, me every time I check my grades. Yeah, Every time I look in the mail bag. Who's brave enough to look in this wallet? <laughs> Hashtag relatable things. Yes. Noah pointed out that he did sound a lot like Garfield the Deals Warlock. Yeah. And Aang is like clearly from this scene, he's clearly like someone you do not want to bring on a trip mm-hmm. into the city. <laughs> he's not great with money and he's <laughs> extremely not immune to propaganda. Yeah, he's very innocent and has no idea how capitalism works and that it's run more by like trying to exploit and scam people. Yeah, I would have to imagine capitalism has really gone like wild over the last hundred years. It's certainly probably evolved. That's what happens when you don't have the avatar. (laughs) (laughs) The avatar is supposed to be there to restore balance and socialism to the world. So, there, yeah, this guy is, like, advertising things. Katara and Sokka are, like, totally unfazed, and Aang's, like, super into whatever this guy is saying. Mm-hmm. So he kind of leads them, Aang leads them, the three of them, into this, sh- this ship that the guy is sort of advertising outside of, and they take a look at his curios. Um, there's, like, a lot of fun little oddments within. A big old pirate comes out, seems to work there also, and he's trying to buy Momo. Katara finds this uh, kick-ass looking waterbending scroll. And, and a monkey. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they, okay. I don't know if there's any significance to this little mm-hmm. statue statue thing. Statue. Mm-hmm. But they do dwell on it a lot <laughs> in this episode. She's staring at it, and then later we see... Well, we'll get to that. Um, but she pulls out this waterbending scroll, and the pirate pulls it back and brags that he got it for free. And like puts it, puts it back yeah. on the shelf. He's, it's a really weird yeah. sales strategy. He, he literally just says, let's just say I got it up north at a most reasonable price. Free. How, like how are you going like, <laughs> to? Because I stole it. I steal things. How are you going to sell stuff like that? I let's just say <laughs> I stole it from someone. Okay. Okay. So I also just really want to emphasize this guy is like... <laughs> He's wearing this pirate-ass pirate hat. As far as I'm aware, there isn't another name for this type of hat. It's like capital P, capital H, pirate hat. Mm -hmm. He's got a fucking parrot-type animal on his shoulder. He's got the pirate drawl to his voice. And they're on this pirate ship. And then it's like not until this guy explicitly says that he stole the scroll that Sokka's like, hmm, these gentlemen seem to be pirates. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really seem to be too perturbed by the accusation, though. Mm -hmm. They just kind of correct him and say that they consider themselves high-risk traders. I love to go to high-risk trader shows. Oh, my God. What do they sell there? (laughs) Um, It's just going to Trader Joe's, but shoplifting. Oh, (laughs) Trader Joe's Joe do not interact. Um, um, so everything there is stolen. Is everything there is so stolen? On, so on the high seas, you're strolling real high, rolling. Everything you have is stolen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, what's his name? Bust. Bust rhymes. Bust moves. What? Who 
It's DJ something. Hi, DJ Jazzy Jeff. I think like DJ normal name person. This podcast is just a place where we betray how much we don't know about anything. But Katara really wants this scroll and... She wants all these moves that you can bust. She overlooks this whole thing and kind of just, she asks what they're, um, what they're wanting for the scroll. And the big pirate claims that they already have an interested buyer or whatever. So he asks them for 200 gold pieces. Aang pulls Katara aside and tells her that he's some kind of haggling master, I guess. Mm -hmm. He's like, I know how to deal with these guys, Katara. I've seen the first two pirates of the Caribbean movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so he t- he turns back and like flips his pirate speak switch and offers offers him one copper piece, which again, that's like 50% of all of their money. <laughs> the pirate cashier is not amused. Well, actually he's very amused cuz he's like cracking up about this, mm-hmm. but he's not willing to budge. So two copper pieces and the pirate is just kind of pissed off at this point. Mm-hmm. Katara notices that apparently people are looking at them weird, so they decide to bounce. And Sokka and Aang are like, they're bummed that Katara wanted them to leave so soon. But like, again, they couldn't have afforded anything. So I genuinely I don't understand yeah. why they would have wanted to hang around anyway. I don't know. I guess like window shopping is a thing, but that's just painful to me when I know I can't buy anything. Like, yeah. What's the point? Well, then a bunch of the pirates run after them with weapons. Um, we get another fun little Scooby-Doo chase. Aang destroys the Cabbage Guy's card again. Yeah. He does another eight-foot horizontal leap. <laughs> little taco jump through the cart. This yeah. guy, this Cabbage Guy, Noah, he's super weird. Did you ever notice how weird he is? He's like, yeah. he's caressing one of his cabbages like up to his face like it's a baby. Oh yeah. my God, this guy is breeding Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> They're all alive. Um, oh, it all makes so much more sense. Yeah. We all think about the funny joke of the Cabbage Man cart gets destroyed, but we never actually think about just the person himself separated from the cabbages. His personality is just very, very weird. And that's our brand. One of the pirate people who are chasing them, he says, I hope that lemur of yours has nine lives, which is, it's kind of a stretch. Yeah, it's he's like, really reaching for some humor it's like there. lemurs and cats, they're about the same size and they're both mammals. It's interesting that like cats are one of the one animals that does translate to just a normal animal in this universe. So I guess they still have that weird nine live lore. Yeah. I'm pretty sure cats are just universal. Yeah. Because they're perfect. Cats are just omniversal. Why would you change anything about them? But I'm like starting to wonder if this cabbage guy is just a Fire Nation spy because he's just everywhere Aang is. That's true. Following them around. He could just be like the. Like Zuko's sort of like Boba (laughs) Fett bounty hunter dude. Oh my God, I love that. He just fails step two most of the time. What do you mean? He gets there. I got the avatar. Or like, (laughs) what what do I do now? (laughs) I'm in the vicinity. (laughs) Wow, never thought I'd make it this far. The gang gets cornered, but Aang sort of blasts them with a big dusty gust. And in the distraction, uh, the three of them fly off on Aang's glider. 
So they regroup at the little waterfall oasis. Which, which you can just do, I guess. Yeah, you can just do that. Uh, as they're settling in, Aang says the most buck wild <laughs> shit I've ever heard. And I would I would have totally breezed over it if I hadn't paused immediately after he said it mm-hmm. to like catch up on my notes. But I pause it right after Aang says, I used to kind of look up to pirates. Yeah. <laughs> Noah and I like took a beat and then just fucking started cracking yeah. up because what the fuck? I kind of used to look up to pirates, but those guys are terrible. Yeah. I mean, just steal stuff. I I mean I super get it, but like it's an ex- it's an extremely like left field comment from someone yeah. who's supposed to be like to be like a, a Tibetan monk. Yeah, like a pacifist, peace loving monk kind of character. Like pirates are like thieves mm-hmm. and murder murderers. And like famously, like their whole thing is possessions, yeah, and <laughs> taking things from people. It's I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess it, maybe it's like one of those grasses greener kinds of things. Like, oh man, I, it would be so cool to be a pirate, just mm-hmm. based on how different his own lifestyle. Yeah, is. maybe he just only has like the scrolls of the first two pirates of the Caribbean movies. But this was just like when Dan Reichert was on that. Ubisoft yeah. stream, like <laughs> exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> Pirates just stole shit from other people. <laughs> yeah, that's, yep, yeah, I guess that's <laughs> that's their whole thing. Uh, and then Katara just drops the base and pulls out the airbending scroll. The what bending scroll? The airbending. Oh, excuse me, the water bending scroll. My bad. They they wouldn't have much use with an airbending scroll, mm-hmm. I guess. You can finally learn to airbend. Uh, Sokka's pissed that she stole mm-hmm. it, but Katara's like justifying it. Like, well, they obviously stole it from waterbenders. Yeah. And Sokka says that it doesn't matter if it was stolen in the first place. And then he goes into like some sort of libertarian-esque oh. cakes about <laughs> how property rights should still uh, apply to the possession of stolen goods. You're really <laughs> leaning into this sort of Sokka libertarian thing. It's it's, it's he, good. He definitely fits. It's fair, yeah. Very well. It works. But yeah, Sokka points out that they could have like died and but like Katara isn't wrong. I'm I'm not sure she really did anything morally wrong here, to be honest. Mm-hmm. She essentially rescued the scroll. But Sokka thinks it's like a pride thing. Like she just stole it to learn some new moves. And Katara's like, no, it's for Aang. And Aang's like, Well, we might as well use it now. So Later, we see Zuko and Iroh. Uh, they're in the town that the gang just left, and they're looking for a lotus tile. Iroh just wants to buy a new one, and they're not having any luck. And then Iroh gives us one of his good, wise quotes. The only thing better than finding something you're looking for is finding something you weren't looking for at a great bargain, which is just like me broke in the $1 aisle at Target. <laughs> I think that's the slogan of Goodwill. I think they just ripped that off of Iroh. Yeah, that's true. Um, this quote actually sounded like really familiar to me and I remembered it's the quote that they use in the shop in the Korra Steam game. In the what? What? The, uh, Iroh has like a little shop in the Korra game. Oh. And they have that quote up at the top of the shop because he runs it. <laughs> it's good. But Iroh seems to have purchased uh, many useless oddments, including some tuba looking thing. He wants to find some woodwinds to go mm-hmm. with it. So they... They saw by none other than that same pirate ship that the gang was shopping he at. He just earlier. wants to start a band. I yeah, guess. he's like, let's. Yeah, maybe he's just trying to get Zuko into like some other yeah. hobbies. He's like, hey, actually, fuck this. Let's start a band. I would love that to be honest. I think that would be cool as shit. I love that. Do you think we could get the Avatar in our band? Well, he could play the woodwinds. 
the pirates are over to the side inside of their little shop and they're like loudly gossiping about the drama mm-hmm. from earlier. And Zuko is just immediately lured in by the word monk and prods them for a little bit of information. Um, and meanwhile, in the background, Zuko, or Susie Iroh is, is looking at that little monkey statue that Katara was looking at earlier. And he's like imitating the face on this monkey. Yeah. It's so funny. Like I, I hate having to describe these kinds of things in the podcast because it doesn't translate the same way, but oh my God, mm-hmm. it's really funny. It's like that grimacing emoji. Like imagine smiling, but all of the angles are at 90 degrees. Angles. Angles. Back at the waterfall, Katara is trying to learn as much from this scroll as possible before she lets Aang at it. It does seem like she may have stolen the scroll to get better at bending after being completely owned by Aang earlier. Mm-hmm. Like it does seem maybe Sokka was right about this being a pride thing, but she's not really having much luck with it. And it seems kind of like her emotions are sort of getting in the way of her bending abilities. Aang is trying to encourage her and he like walks over to just show her how it's done. Yeah. Really, really not reading the like, you, you're really lacking some empathy here, Aang. Um, Katara is absolutely pissed at him for this. Like, I get it. But she really snaps. She like pretty much makes Aang cry. It's really mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. Um, and then she realizes her mistake and apologizes and hands him the scroll and kind of backs the hell off. Mm-hmm. This is before we even get halfway through the episode, really. Which I really like because the worst kind of episodes where like it's like two characters who are on the same side are just like really angsty at each other. Yeah, that was like the um, the Kyoshi Island episode between Ing and Katara. And they have a lot of tension between each other. Yeah. It seems Zuko has teamed up with the pirates mm-hmm. to find Ang and his friends and Scroll, of course. Uh, the big pirate wants to just stop and search the woods. But Zuko says that... <laughs> Zuko's like, they stole a waterbending scroll, so they'll be on the water, of course. I guess. That's like, I don't know. There's lots of water out there. The odds of him being right about this are so low, and they like just really lean into it. Um, But like, where else would you be practicing waterbending? I mean, they could have just left. They could be anywhere. They could have flown off. That's true. They could have just. (laughs) In fact, they should have. They should have gone. I don't know why they stuck around. They had the scroll, they had people. After them, they yeah. should have gone as far from po- It didn't as make any sense. Katara wakes up in the middle of the night to practice bending with the scroll. And like, <laughs> this is exactly what I would have done. I'm super in tune with Katara in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, waterbending is her identity. There's like nothing more frustrating than like someone showing up and just instantly being mm-hmm. better at like your thing. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's, it can be really discouraging even. Yeah. Katara's acting like a little irrational, but I don't know. She's incredibly valid. <laughs> yeah. I would do the exact same. This is exactly what I would do. I'm not against it. If you have a couple hours in the middle of the night to go practice, why not? Yeah. To be better at someone. <laughs> I mean, it, sh- it really shouldn't be that way. It's really unhealthy to think of it like that, but yeah. we're human. It's a thing. Um, wise Momo tries to guilt her out of it with his <laughs> big ol' eyes, but she ignores him and goes off to practice. Unfortunately, this is right when Zuko and his buds show up and Katara finally does a successful water whip, knocks one of them away from her. Oh. But Zuko appears and like grabs her and he says mm-hmm. something clever or like flirtatious, like right up in her face. He said he says, I'll save you from the pirates. 
Uh, I'm gonna say something problematic now, okay. and you can all hate me for it. Okay, there is like something inside of me that still loves to see these two characters. Like neither of them has really proven themselves to be truly evil, really, and they have like this weird chemistry. Yeah, Zuko and Katara. Like I really think they could have made a decent couple, but like it's extremely problematic, and I acknowledge that. Um, Wait, where where's the problems exactly? Okay, I'll uh, I'll get right to it. Okay. Um, they were actually meant to end up together originally. Okay. So the the reason that the writers scrapped that idea was that they understood the weird, like aggressive nature of the relationship here at the beginning. That's it's true. Like not something that they wanted to advertise as like forgivable for Katara. That's true. It's yeah. kind of like the like the Kylo Ren and yeah, Rey shipping. Exactly. Yeah. Where like he's obviously being like antagonistic really to, yeah. to her. Like the and, relationship between them in these early episodes is really bad and like Zuko clearly has no empathy for her or yeah. her friends. I get shipping it if you understand that they had a bad start, but it feels like a bad example for kids, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Like, like he just acts like this, but he's good inside. Yeah. So just kind of stay with him and just kind of hope that he gets better. Yeah. Something. The writers, like, they didn't want to make it seem like that kind of a situation was something that could develop into a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the times it doesn't. So it's not something that you want to, like, promote. Yeah. Um. So good job. Kudos to them for that. It was definitely, like, an yeah. appropriate choice in the end. That's a, that's a surprisingly thoughtful choice yeah. for, like being like written in like 2004 or five. Very true. But we've seen that so. a lot for this show so far. They, they've done a lot of thoughtful writing. I just hate that they do have this chemistry though yeah. somehow like already. And I like, I do think certainly like if they had met later in life, like when Zuko was not like such an asshole, I think they could have made it work for sure. Like at that point, but yeah, that's not what happened. So they can't, yeah. they can't work from there. Yeah, I think these problematic feelings I have stem from my vampire phase. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, Stephanie Meyer. I mean, it's Zuko's very attractive. He is the is, thing. Is the thing. <laughs> he really is. Not physically right now. Well, but I mean, he's he's cute. It's just the ponytail it's is a little the much. Hair yeah. is a little little funky. So, <laughs> so all, far, all that being said, Zuko has Katara tied up, <laughs> um, and he's like interrogating her. And Katara is not really being cooperative. So Katara, Katara says, go jump in the river. And <laughs> Zuko like pauses for a little bit. Considering it. <laughs> Maybe I will. Sounds nice. And then he does like a little good cop, bad cop with himself. It's still cute. The way yeah. that he's interacting. Oh God, I hate it. I'm, I'm going to mm -hmm. stop. It's, ah, it's bad. It's bad, bad, bad. He pulls out uh, her necklace. I totally forgot. He still had that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but... He, like, ensures that he didn't steal it, which is, again, it's a nice little touch. Everything he has is found and not stolen. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the pirates are, like, telling him to, like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> hey, we've got business to take care of. And he pulls out the scroll and he threatens to burn it um, unless the pirates can go in and find Aang. And they do in the next scene. <laughs> but it is the next morning, so it seems mm -hmm. to have taken quite a while for them to get there. Um, there's a bit of a scuffle. But Aang is, I'm seeing Aang and Sokka and Katara were sleeping in sleeping bags and Aang was just sleeping on a pile of grass. I totally missed that. That's which I, I really like. He's a true nomad. That's true. Aw. 
Aang's airbending here isn't very effective because mm-hmm. they're using nets. Yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of goes straight through. Just blow through. the net away. <laughs> and then it looks like they're just about to leave Sokka behind, but he has like his little <laughs> Sex in the City Miranda moment. Where he like feels super invalid that they don't want to kidnap him too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidnap worthy. He's offended. <laughs> so he complains loudly about it and they do sack him too. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, yeah. <laughs> good. This is what I wanted oh, all yeah. along. <laughs> they bring them all over to where Katara is and she's apologizing and Ng's like, no, it's not your fault. And Ira was like, yeah, it kind of is. Ira's <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> I love it. The pirates are holding Aang and Sokka at this point, and Zuko has Katara and the scroll. They're like kind of at a standoff, and they're trying to trade these things. But no one here is very trustworthy, so it's like kind of a shady situation. Sokka uses some clever lawyer skills. Um, be- he uses his uh, his. Where's this going? Capitalist skills. Okay. Yeah, I guess. He knows he knows trades and deals. Mm. Um, he's able to convince the pirates that the Avatar is actually worth uh, way more than the scroll. Not sure where he's going with this. I don't know what Sokka had in mind, to be honest. <laughs> like, what did he expect? This was like, where was this going in his brain? Um, what could possibly go? Like, what good could could come from this? I mean, the pirates would let. Here's would what just I'm thinking: hang. they would kill Sokka, and they would just. Tie Aang up and walk off and sail away. Yeah, but like Zuko would try to get Aang and then Zuko would try to get the pirates. Yeah, I guess. So that that is what happens. Um, that There's like a big fight that breaks out. And then in the confusion and smoke, uh, Momo is able to set Katara free. And then Aang gets his ropes cut free just by chance. And then um, Zuko makes it out with the scroll, but he's apprehended by a pirate. Um, they scuffle. Another pirate, like, vine whips the scroll out of Zuko's briefs. <laughs> Momo snatches it from the air, and this evil, oh, that evil lizard pirate. Shit. Lizard parrot. Evil lizard parrot flies off after him. The scroll falls back into the mess, and then Sokka's able to cut himself free. Um, Aang then airbends all of the smoke out of the way to try to locate Sokka, only to find he is, like, clockways surra- surrounded by evil buddies. So he's... He just does his airbending trick in reverse yeah. to like hide everyone back in <laughs> yeah. the smoke. It's like A plus humor here, 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's really good. It's kind of like the, that gif of uh, Grandpa Simpson walking <laughs> yeah. into the, like walking into the room and like That's putting so his true. hat on the thing and like just turning around and taking his hat and then walking back <laughs> out. So Sokka crawls out, Aang flies out. There's like a big ship on the beach and Katara's standing just trying to push it off the shore by herself. <laughs> she like, like this, like this, enti- is, this, this entire as family-sized pirate ship. It's like it's a real-sized pirate ship. It's in- <laughs> and it's like it's not docked. It's just on the sh- it's like up on the shore. She's just trying to push it into the water. <laughs> this thing's Bless like her. 30 feet tall, and she's just like <laughs> leaning against it. <laughs> Um, but Aang realizes he and Katara both know like enough waterbending now to be able to shove it off into the water. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet little moment. So the three of them just commandeer this pirate ship. Mm-hmm. Iroh stops Zuko and the big pirate, he's like, are you so... Wait, ship. Ship. <laughs> Iroh stops Zuko and the big pirate and he's like, are you so busy fighting that you cannot see your own ship has set sail? 
Um, Iro also did straight up grab Zuko by the ponytail here. Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> um, Zuko's like, we have no time for your proverbs, uncle. He seems to think Iroh is just like being cryptic as he does. Yeah. <laughs> but Iroh points to the ship that's just sailing down the river. Mm-hmm. And this is where Zuko laughs. <laughs> he sees the ship sailing away and he's like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> and I remember oh. just like watching it. I was like, why did that sound so weird? Oh. Because it's one of two times in the whole show that he laughs. Wild. They're just talking to Dante Basco in the studio. And she's like, okay, laugh. And I was like, <laughs> what? How, how would Zuko laugh? Yeah. It's hard to yeah. make a character like Zuko laugh. Mm-hmm. And then right behind it is Zuko's boat full of the other pirates um, there's a moment here <laughs> right before the scene cuts away. I would not have caught this if I hadn't read this. Um, <laughs> but one of the pirates is just about to moon them as they're sailing away. <laughs> Did you see this? Yeah, I saw that. And when I watched it the second, <laughs> he like turns and bends over and like starts to pull down his pants. And then the scene just cuts to Zeke and Ira. <laughs> the gang is quickly overtaken by the pirates. Because um, Sokka doesn't really know how to sail a ship that's not a water yeah. water tribe ship. Um, my first thought was just, why doesn't Aang just airbend onto the sail? And then hmm. I'm thinking, physics? I don't know. That might, well. It feels like a troll physics comic where you like put a fan in front of a sailboat. I don't and know. And it was like, oh, it goes. But like, I guess you could say that about bending in general, though, especially fire bending, because I, I think it's just like it's an energy conversion thing. It's not necessarily like creating air out of nothing. It's like. <laughs> That's a good point, because <clears throat> usually when you're creating like a wind funnel, it's kind of like an equal sort of like backlash sort of section, I guess. Or like, what's what's the thing? Like backfire? <laughs> Why are you asking? I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm saying like I never went to college. When Aang makes big gust of wind, <laughs> he doesn't fly backwards. He just he doesn't have to hold himself. So I'm just I'm thinking that actually the energy sort of just just comes from somewhere. Yeah, I think it's it's sort of what I was talking about earlier how one firebender can't create enough fire to do that whole um, door thing, so it, it must be like an energy conversion kind of thing. Can you sail with airbending like a Korok leaf in Breath of the Wild? I think you could, but I don't think you'd go very far because you'd, you'd quickly run out of energy. What if you brought enough apples? But the pirates manage to get up onto their ship. Um, Aang washes most of them off with a big tsunami, and then Katara knocks someone off with another successful little water whip. Um, Momo wraps the little parrot up in the black flag up top and one pirate smacks Sokka <laughs> into this sail and another pirate is quietly like, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> it's really funny. There are a lot of yeah. really funny, just small moments in this episode. Please watch this episode if you're mm-hmm. not actually watching the show. It's a very fun episode. This is a good one to watch. Um, and then Aang appears out of nowhere and whips one of them into like this tiny spin cycle, this little personal tilt a whirl. Mm-hmm. And it then, looks like a wrestling move where <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> where you just like pick someone up and then like just start Spin twirling. Them around your head. Like like I'm pretty sure it's purely performative. I'm sure he was really dizzy after that though. That's true. It makes people dizzy. I also realized that water 
is a very convenient sort of writing tool when you want to have like good guys fighting people, but like not killing them. So it's just, it's very convenient. That's true. It's sort of like Splatoon kind of like, um, everyone's getting hurt, but not really. <laughs> I mean, they die. The what? squids die. What? You see their ghosts go up. God. They're little squid ghosts. How could you say this to me? I'm I'm sorry. So this is a show about just kids with enormous fighting powers that could kill people. Like you can kill people without powers. You could just be strong. And these kids have powers, but they still manage to make a show where it's life or death situations and they still choose not to kill people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it's clever. I like yeah, it. you just kind of knock people over. Um, and then what do you know? A waterfall approaches. Um, Aang is like kind of cornered at this point by another pirate, and he looks pretty desperate. So he just pulls out his shit bison whistle, starts yeah. blowing on it, and <laughs> then Sokka shows up around the corner and extremely casually just like knocks yeah. this this pirate overboard. It's so offhanded. It, yeah. like, it looks like it could have just been an accident. Like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> He's very casual about it, but it also looks extremely powerful, extremely powerful <laughs> and like very good technique, very powerful high kick that he does. Aang and Katara try to stop the boat with water bending. They like make a couple little whirlpools to keep it in place right on the edge of the waterfall. And then the second smaller ship, um, Zuko's ship, which is empty at this point. I had to like sort of think about this because it's Zuko's ship, but all of the pirates were on it. And then all of the pirates jumped on Boarded that ship. Yeah. And so, now they're all in the water. And, and Zuko and, and Iroh f- are still on shore. And they all the pirates probably fell off the waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, they did because we see them later in the bottom. But Okay. Um, but so this empty, Zuko's empty ship rams right into the middle of their ship and it tips the pirate ship over. It like tips them over the waterfall and sort of, yeah, they all fall off. And then when you know it, the whistle seems to have actually worked because Appa does swoop in and does rescue them from their fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read, this is kind of interesting, the whistles were used by the air nomads to hurt their bison. Oh, cute. Long ago. Yeah, so they are actually... Um, legit whistles. It doesn't just, it's not just a coincidence that Appa does show up from yeah. from now on whenever he blows the whistle. You know that thing that everyone who's read Homestuck does where uh. you, where people just make Homestuck references and because Homestuck is just very all over the place, people just can't notice. Yeah. My suggestion is if you do that for Avatar The Last Airbender, it would be called Bison Whistling. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you would never have to disguise your mm-hmm. Avatar reference, references, though, because they don't annoy anyone because yeah. they're all pure. Yeah, the phrase also makes me a little uncomfortable because it's usually associated with being racist. Oh, what? Like dog whistling. Okay. Is also. <laughs> Why would you bring this up then? Well, I'm just doing a stream of consciousness and maybe I'm backtracking. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Zuko and Iroh run up to the edge of the falls and they look very distraught. Iroh <laughs> starts giggling. Uh, he's like, oh man, Zuko, you're never going to fucking believe this. You're going to love this. 
Yeah, the lotus tile was in his sleeve the whole time, which, I mean, I'm not even going to get in the fucking physics of that. Um, but I'm wondering if, like... he's got big sleeves. <laughs> yeah, but... Okay. Like, I'm Maybe wa- he's got pockets within the sleeves. No, now I'm listening. Because Iroh's got a side hustle as a magician. Yeah, get me into that. Um... Comedy Garcons. God, I don't have, I have no idea how that's actually pronounced. I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, I'm actually wondering if maybe Iroh has some like secret lotus related business at the town that they went to, though. Like maybe he wasn't looking for a tile at all. Hmm. Mm, like he, it was like a like a ploy the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the other possibility is that maybe he had some kind of like inclination that they would also find Ing there. Um, but knowing Iroh, he probably did just lose the tile in his sleeve somehow. Both theories are equally viable. Zuko's pissed, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, he takes the tile and just throws it over the waterfall. <laughs> All that work. Yeah. Whatever. I was probably got <laughs> got 10 more up his sleeve. Yeah, he's one in each of his sleeve pockets. Mm-hmm. Uppa on Appa. <laughs> Katara apologizes like for caring so much about just trying to get good at water bending and for putting them in danger and everything. It, again, there's just some more like good wholesome writing here where they're mm-hmm. they're having a good sort of back and forth apologies everyone's does it does Aang apologize for like just being really show offy? Uh I can't really remember. He might. He should have. I yeah, he probably should have either way. <laughs> Katara's like, oh, who needs that stupid scroll anyway? And then Sokka pulls it out. I guess he's not against stealing from pirates after all. He's finally coming around to Praxis. steal things. Yeah. Stealing is wrong unless it's from pirates. That's it. They That's just the state the moral of the story at the end. <laughs> Let's steal. Be gay, do crimes. <laughs> yeah. So if you ever find a portable hard drive filled with lots of illegal movies, it's kind of okay to take them because they were pirated anyways, and you could just steal them. We're not condoning stealing. Unless it's from pirates. Unless it's from pirates. But they have to be like the real pirates with like the big hats and the parrots <laughs> and everything. Hey, Noah. Yeah. I'm thinking of something. Are you? Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe you could figure out what it is that I'm thinking about. I'll give you a hint. Okay. It has something to do with Avatar The Last Airbender. Is it Avatar The Last Airbender? Um, not that broadly. Okay. But it's in there. Is it the Avatar The Last Airbender? I'm trying to transition into 20 okay. questions. Okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I'm saying words. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Okay. I'm going first this time. I'm going to pick the the lotus tile, the white lotus tile, the pie show one. I hope Noah can't read lips because he is looking at me while I talk. That would be really boring if he knew what I was saying. Here we go. Okay. Cool. Okay. Go ahead. Um, do they wear pants? Does it wear pants? No. Is it wet? Not always. Would this thing go to the bar? Um, you'd find it at a bar. Would it be unusual to see this hanging up on a wall at a bar? Um, <laughs> I mean, I haven't, it, it might be. Like some people have like a, like a sword sort of hanging up on a bar or like a, like a fish thing. Mm, probably not usually. What if I just saw it like hanging up on the wall, like in a McDonald's or something? And 
avatar of McDonald's? <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Could I find it in the real world? No. I couldn't? No. Okay. I mean, you could... Uh, I mean, no. Is it spiritual in nature? Um, not necessarily. Is it more spiritual than most things of its kind? What do you mean of its kind? Like... You're, you're getting too specific. You haven't even asked broad questions yet. Okay. Is it an object? Yes. Is it organic? No. Does it have any, like, organic parts? Like, plants, leather... There is some organic-based-ish, yes. Could you, uh... I think... I think. Could you make this in Minecraft? No. Are you sure? Yes. I'm pretty sure you can make anything in Minecraft. I mean, it's I guess a world of possibilities. You could make a pixel art version of it. Can you make a mod for it in Minecraft? Uh, no. Okay. Maybe? I mean, that's you can make a mod for anything. If I tried to eat it just like raw, would it take me at least an hour? Yes. Okay. Do you think I would be able to eat it if I just took a whole day? Like from when I woke up to when I go to sleep? You could eat it. Like you think I'd be able to manage that? Not comfortably. Is it expensive? I would think yes. Is it worth a lot? I'm... Or, or does it have a lot of worth? <laughs> what is the difference between that and expensive? A little drawing that you give me would have a lot of worth to me, but... Aww. It wouldn't be expensive. Rude. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I'm talking about like little doodles or something. You wouldn't say that about Picasso's doodles. Yeah, because they are expensive and they're not worth much to me. I think so. both expensive and worth a lot. Okay. Probably, if I had to guess. Could could you buy one at, uh, at an at an Avatar Walmart? Yeah, I think you could. Is it a uh, mainly used for violence? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Could you reasonably use it for violence if you wanted to? For sure. I mean, you can use anything for violence if you wanted to. That's true. Just throw it. I mean, you couldn't throw air, but um, well, I don't know if you think I don't know if you <laughs> know what show this show is like, about. Okay. Oops. <laughs> Biggest mistake um, I've ever made. Is it in Pokemon? Can you find this in Pokemon? No. Why okay. do you keep doing okay. this? So it's only an Avatar. Yes, it's universe. an Avatar thing. That's okay. the whole point of this. Do you know what it's made of or is it just kind of ambiguous? I think it could be made of a couple different things. Is it <clears throat> probably made of like wood? I would guess yes. I could be wrong though. Is it easy to pick up? Yes. Would Zuko be okay with uh, burning this? Yes. You would? Oh, he would love to do okay. that. Would Katara be okay with getting this really wet? <laughs> I don't like... Just with water bending. <laughs> the way he worded that question. I don't think she cares either way. Would Aang be okay with getting this really dry? I Again, I don't think he really cares uh, at this point especially. Would Sokka be okay with uh, selling this? <laughs> I mean, Sokka would sell his sister, probably. Okay. Ooh, uh, let me walk that back. Sokka would sell Momo. He would eat Momo, which he has tried to do. He did try to do that. Um, could could you just hold this in the palm of your hand? Yes. Um, is it something that Aang could have as like a little keychain on his glider? Oh, that would be so cute. I wish he would. Is it the bison whistle? No. You just asked if it was Aang's. Oh, yeah. Well, you could <laughs> interpret that it's Appa's. I don't think Aang would even know what it was. Okay. If you put it in his face. I feel like that's a huge clue to me. You're welcome. So Zuko doesn't like it. 
Is it part of the Fire Nation anyways, though? Uh, no, it, no, not necessarily. Does it have a side? No. Does it side no. with either the Fire Nation no. or Aang's? No. Is it just like a neutral yes. kind of thing? Not used for violence. Zuko would love to burn it. Would Iroh love to burn this? No. Is it the 13 points? <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it the lotus tile? Yeah, I'm pretty sure amiibos can't be made out of wood, so got you there. Ooh. Maybe they can. They've done so much with amiibos. Yeah, they probably can, technically. But. They made a amiibo, let's knit. <laughs> you said that like it was lit. <laughs> <laughs> this is knit. It's so knit in here. Yeah, it was the lotus tile. Now, I gotta take a few <clears throat> seconds to go into my mind palace, so. um, Okay. Summer, can you hear me? Looks like that she doesn't. Okay, so the person is actually a person this time. Um, It's going to be the, or kind of a person this time. It's going to be the dude on the water bending scroll. Okay. Okay. Is it, big, big, is it bigger than a bread box? No. Is it alive? No. Is it something that can be bent? as an as a bender i don't think so no is it made out of plant material i'm not sure is it something that can be worn no would you say this is uh evil no would you say it's pure it's a very strong way to say it so not it doesn't it doesn't fit it exactly is it just mostly neutral like siding good mostly kind of neutral looking neutral looking they seem they seem kind of neutral so there's more than one of these things it seems kind of neutral. Is it completely unique to the Avatar universe? Yes. Is it something that's in the whole show or is it only in a couple episodes? I think it's only in a couple episodes. Is this something that Katara and Aang could get in a fight over? Yeah. Have they? Kind of, yeah. Huh. Is it the waterbending scroll? No. Okay, one strike against me. I'm sorry, I'm always so eager to just answer the question. You're laughing. Is it related to the waterbending scroll? Yes. Huh. Is it something that was first spotted in the town that they were in today? Yeah. Was it on the pirate ship? Yes. Oh boy. I'm sorry I've narrowed this down mm -hmm. so quickly. Is it something personally that I would like to have in my bedroom? Um, maybe. Is it handsome? No. <laughs> I mean, not what you're thinking of, but <laughs> could be interpreted as handsome. So it's not alive. It's not alive. Did Zuko ever hold this? Not exactly. Hmm. Is it something that can be held? Kind of. Oh. Is it... Oh, God. It's not one of the elements? It's not one of the elements. Is it one of the elephants? No. <laughs> Is this something that Aang would put in his lunchbox and take to school? <laughs> Yeah, but kind of, I I guess, yeah, yeah. Is it something that can be eaten? Yeah. <laughs> Would you eat it in a normal situation? No. Okay. If you came home and I was holding this mm -hmm. in the way that it can be held and I was talking to it, would that be weird? Yeah. Would it be, would it be that weird though? Kind of, yeah. Even maybe especially weird. Okay. Is it something that can be worn? No. Is it something you would want to have with you if you were getting married? Maybe not. Laid it to the waterbending scroll and they encountered it in the town. Would Iroh think this was cool? Yes, I think so. 
Has Iroh encountered it? I Maybe. I think so. He could have easily encountered it, but I don't remember the specifics of the episode. Is it related to the Water Scroll in a way that the two are like directly related or were they just kind of in the same area? They're directly related. Is it something that we see in this episode? We see it in this episode. Do we see it for a long time? No, briefly. This is going to count against me if I get it wrong again. Is it one of the scrolls that was in the little shelf where the water scroll was? No. Okay. Can this be traded for goods and services? It can be part of a trade. No. I know you like to to make things really tricky. Yeah. Because I'm... I'm a smart cookie. Because you get very competitive and I have to actually match with you where I just have like to just play around. Now, I have an idea of what this might be. Okay. And if I'm right, I'm going to be pissed. Okay. Is this something that's on the water scroll? Yes. Is it the dude? It's the dude on the water scroll. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you. Hmm. Still got it, though. Yeah. (laughs) Because you just hone in on it. I'm good. This is a sports channel now. 20 questions. Go on ESPN. What? (laughs) It's like, it's a competitive sport now. Okay. Oops. Avatarspirit.net user JT is wondering, if you could be a character, who would you be? I thought about this kind of concept a lot as a kid. If you want to be like in a fictional world, sometimes you want to be like one of the characters. Like, ooh, I want to be Harry Potter. But then I actually thought about, he goes through a lot of stuff. It's a lot to go through. And it's like, maybe I don't want to be that person. So my first thought was like, oh, it'd be just so fun to be Aang. He's just nice all the time. But then I'm thinking... That's a that's a lot of heavy stuff to go through. Yeah, that's why he was. What's the most fun character? I'm the obvious choice would probably be Momo. Yeah, I feel like Momo. Mo, <laughs> just breezing through, literally breezing through life. I want to say Zuko because like he's got some shit going on, but it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty minor compared to well, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> got his face burned. Yeah, but he also yeah. There's like a lot going on with him. No, never mind. His all of his relationships with people and everything is just very broken. Yeah, not only that, but like later he basically has to do everything Aang has to do, but like with all of the other emotional stuff on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Momo probably. No one wants to be Sokka. No. <laughs> Katara sounds very tiring to be. Yeah, she's like the mom character. She She's got to carry all the burdens. Yeah, def- <laughs> of course, Momo. Who doesn't want to be Momo? Monk Gyatso wanted to be Momo so much that he just did that. He really did. User Crossfire wants to know, you think Avatar Roku will betray Aang? Uh, that would be it. <laughs> Some. Why would he do that? Like, <laughs> it's he is Aang. Yeah, someone actually it's, like in the chat was like, um, how can he betray himself? <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting thing to think about, though. Like, maybe he's leading him on to, I don't know, help Ozai or whatever. I've always thought it would be interesting if there was, like, an evil avatar. That's literally impossible, though, just based on the nature of the... It is, it's, yeah. Like, I feel like one of the issues that I have about 
avatar is or like the avatar itself is kind of like moral objectivism where this person is always a good person yeah. and they kind of like know things. So here's an interesting thought. Yeah. The avatar is meant to restore balance. That's the yeah. main point. So what That's if true. what if it was like what if the world was too good? Yeah. <laughs> and the avatar had to come in to like bring evil to That's the world. True. It's kind of like Anakin. I don't understand how that would work. Like but Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the force, but But the force was already too because good. Because there was like all these Jedi everywhere and no Sith, so it was like, "Oh, got to get all the Jedi then." So I thought it would be like interesting if there was mm. an evil avatar because like they're still human and they still have free will and they still That's are able true. to have like selfish desires and things. And it would be interesting to have like an inner conflict of like all the other avatars. Well, we we get a little bit of that with Korra in though. the past lives. That's true. Yeah, like Korra, she has like she has some problematic takes within the world sometimes, but but she also she has like an actual like fight between good and evil like inside of her. That's true. So yeah. Well we'll and get like, we'll get to that. Like though. imagine imagine every time you go into the avatar state, it means that like the things that happen is the opposite of what you want. Like you're trying to do all this evil stuff and then you go into the avatar state and then you fix everything. <laughs> God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> yeah. I brought balance once again. User Mars asks Katara royalty? Princess Katara. <laughs> I'm not sure if they were going, what like, if she ended up with Zuko, maybe she would. Maybe. But then the other thing is, like, she is. Like, uh, of the Southern Water yeah. Tribe. <laughs> there aren't a whole lot of people down there. Yeah. Maybe she would be considered royalty. It's true. I'm the queen of Snow <laughs> Island. <laughs> Guardian of the snow. Uh, one more question. Okay. What are your cabbages? My cabbages are how come you always get like really old man when you start doing your cabbages my cabbages my my cabbages my my cabbages my cabbages are chill but still jamming just just fits for anything really go hard just really intense stuff that good stuff very self-explanatory acceptable christmas music which i think it's literally just Seth Everman's Christmas 64 album, um, The Nutcracker, and Charlie Brown music, and a Destiny's Child song. And the best tracks in all of existence, also self-explanatory. And the best transition, which is something that Summer accidentally found out when she was on Shuffle one time. <laughs> Summer, what are your cabbages? You finally made it easy for me. Shadow Quest, which is a book I'm writing. Summers 1 through 10. Thanks, Matt. Noah. Uh, just Noah. 2018. All the good ones from this year. Leia uh, from a book I was reading about Leia. Uh, wedding Reception. That one was for my wedding reception. Uh, the Lunar Chronicles, another book. Discworld, another book, set of books. <laughs> ethereal which is just kind of flowy and fun and chill amity galactic a book i was writing a long time ago nice that used to be my favorites the king killer chronicle more books all souls more books the martian books nap good for napping oh i thought you said snap good for snapchat good for snapping homestuck homestuck ender's game books <laughs> babel 17 empire star the magicians 
so many books. <laughs> That's about it. Those are my cabbages. <laughs> that would be really confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to mention for this episode? Any more notes oh, yeah. you got? I wanted to talk about how, uh, like, how Katara was like struggling with water bending, and Ang seemed to be doing it just fine. I'm feeling that it's that a lot of bending sort of comes from like kind of personalities. Well, it's very spiritual, so mm-hmm. yeah. Katara, like her personality, might not be exactly like a fit for like traditional sort of water bending. That's true. Because she she seems like like an earth or like fire. I was gonna say fire. Yeah. Yeah. The way that she bends is is very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And her personality doesn't seem to fit. Like, and Aang just seems to really ease into waterbending because he's just very spiritual. Well, and air and water are right next to each other. Mm-hmm. They're very. Very similar. Yeah. And he's like very in tune with like his emotions and things. I kind of like it because Katara bends a lot differently than than other waterbenders. I think we find out a lot more. Like she uses a lot of ice mm-hmm. and spike moves and just very aggressive all the time. Yeah, she really does have to work harder at it, I think, than maybe a, a normal average waterbender yeah. she does seem to put more effort into it um i just wanted to say once again it's a good funny episode i had like a lot of genuine laughs with this one some real funny moments yeah well that's all so i guess you can find me on twitter at stellar ghost tumblr and stellar princess uh, my artwork is on summer summerart.tumblr.com or just summergeist.art you can support my various creative endeavors on patreon patreon.com slash summergeist uh, you can find me on Tumblr at Owl Dude. You can find me at Twitter at Owl Dude. And I also do the music for the show, which you can find, as well as other things that I do at noahdoesmusic.tumblr.com or noahgeist.bandcamp.com. And most importantly, uh, find me on Neopets. What? I haven't been able to find my Neopets account. Um, <laughs> see if you can find, find me. <laughs> find my Neopets account, find, please. Please find my Shoiru. He's starving. <laughs> please feed my Shoiru. And then, of course, you can follow my podcabbages on Twitter at mypodcabbages. And rate us on iTunes if you're in the neighborhood. And then also, again, check out noisebase.xyz. I think Matt's making a fun little uh, outro kind of thing for that yeah. soon so maybe we'll um, be adding that eventually yeah. if if we don't get it in time by the time we're finished editing we could just do it right now noise, noise space, space. <laughs> cabbage Iroh starts giggling uh, he's like ah oh, man Zuko you're never gonna fucking believe this you're gonna love this my 13.6 centimeter tall Detective Pikachu amiibo was in my sleeve the whole time. I thought you said you were abandoning this bit. <laughs> okay, now I am. I w- it will be abandoned eventually now.